Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach to Care It Out and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. I'm sure you can probably imagine (laughs) why is my small waking so frequently at night time is one, if not the most frequently asked question I get. I reckon I probably get asked this at least 10 10 times a day, if not more. So I thought a podcast on this sleep subject would be really useful for lots of you. Now, right now, I really, really wish I could say that I had some sort of sleep superpowers and could immediately tell you why your small is so unsettled. And more, more importantly, what you need to do to help get that to that satellite sleep. But sadly, I don't. However, honesty is really important to me. So I have to say, I don't know why they're waking so frequently without fully assessing their sleep story. Now, their sleep story is completely unique to them because they are one of a kind. And it looks at pregnancy, birth, naps, bedtime, bedtime routine, and what's actually going on at nighttime, the wake-ups. And without seeing this sleep story and finding out more from their expert, that's you, and hearing about what they're doing, aka the manual of the bed boss, it's impossible for me to pinpoint why they're waking up for sure. I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear me say in this podcast, right? And I wish I could, um, but I do like to be totally upfront with you. Honesty, as I said before, honesty is really important to me. What I do know for sure though, is even though it can feel like you must be doing something wrong or you're doing all the wrong things, 100% you're not the reason why. There's always biology behind a sleepless night and I've never ever, ever, and I don't think I'm ever gonna do this either, got to the end of reading a sleep story I got sent and gone, yep, that's the parents, it's the parents' fault, the parents are to blame. That has never happened and I don't think ever will. What I do feel would be really super helpful and reassuring is to talk through some of the most common reasons behind multiple wake-ups for you. Number one, it's age-appropriate. This is my buzzword at the moment, (laughs) age-appropriate. Nobody technically sleeps through the night. Um, It's the worst sleep slogan ever, and I'm desperately trying to change the conversation um, and sleep expectations around infant sleep. However, young babies, and when I talk about young babies, I'm talking about approximately under six months old, are most vulnerable at night time and are designed to wake up frequently at night time to keep themselves safe whilst they're vulnerable and sleeping. Two, they genuinely need a feed. On my sleep approach, it's never ever about pushing your small to join what I call the sleep through crew. I believe you're small and their needs are one of a kind and there isn't a one-size-fits-all age when they're capable of dropping their feeds. I know there's a lot of resources out there that can contradict this and pushes for a set number of feeds per night by age but this is often unrealistic 
as they don't wear a watch and they can't tell the time your small is hungry when they're hungry and is capable of dropping their feeds or going longer between feeds when they're ready your small doesn't come with a manual they are the manual aka the bed boss i think i just mentioned before and on my approach i trust that they know what they need best can regulate their appetite and that they'll drop their night feeds when they're biologically ready P.S. Feeding at night time can never be a bad a bad habit or the wrong thing to do. But if they are waking really super frequently, like every hour to two hours, and it's unsustainable for you, you being their expert, know when that time is or when you're ready to, to look or to stop the feeds at night time. Number three, sleep isn't linear. It sounds so logical and how I really wish it was that if they slept for a set amount of hours or time or dropped a feed before, then that's it, it's permanent and that it will stay that way from there. However, sleep sadly isn't linear or a straight line and it's natural that it peaks and dips. And this is because your small is different on the daily and goes through teething, learning leaps, illness and other things that can cause a bit of a sleep skid. Your small is constantly changing and as they grow, um, so does their night needs. And how much exercise, stimulation or food they have during the day can also impact their sleep at night time. A great example of this is that it's quite common for smalls to start upping their night feeds again when they start crawling or getting more physical um, and it can take a while for their body to adjust again. Number four they're overtired this probably i'm giggling there because i talk about overtiredness all the time um, and this really is probably the most common reason um, behind the sleep struggles that i see in my in, in my practice it seems so so logical that if your small was tired that they would fall asleep smoothly and stay asleep um, and have a set of night sleep because they'd be so shattered however in reality this is often not the case not that you probably need me to tell you that anyway and this is because your when your small is overtired they produce cortisol aka baby red bull and the human body is so clever and prep for survival so this is like a sleep a sleep so this is like a sleep safety system for them and it comes back to none of us technically sleep through the night we all wake up numerous times a night to do what i call change checks to make sure we're safe when we're sleeping because we're vulnerable and if we were so tired you're small or we may forgo our change checks and their survival can be compromised now that sounds really super drastic doesn't it but that's all we're doing is every day is getting for another day so when your small is overtired um, they produce this baby red bull and it does exactly what it's designed to do it's it does what it says on the tin and it keeps them in a lighter sleep cycle um, so that they will wake frequently and check in and make sure they're safe whilst they're sleeping now the easiest way to prevent them getting overtired is having age-appropriate nap gaps um, that's that buzzword again, age appropriate. Now, all I mean by nap gaps is the time in between their last, from the time they woke up to the time that they next need another nap. Um, and what, what, what it does following age appropriate nap gaps helps to control the cortisol and it helps move with their melatonin, aka the sleep hormone. So what I'm going to do for you, I am going to pop my free nap gap, my free nap gap guide link for you into the show notes. Um, so don't forget to look there um, for the, all my age appropriate nap gaps by age. 
lastly i would also like to mention natural nocturnal behavior now some smalls some more than others are very noisy at night time and moan groan fart and shuffle we all do even though we don't like to think about it um this is more common post midnight when their melatonin the sleep hormones start to decrease but you can see it all throughout the night for some and if your baby is emotionally uneasy or crying i always always suggest responding to their needs straight away um i on my approach we always meet them at their point of need and this isn't soft spoiling them or stopping them from sleeping it actually does the opposite but just because they're awake and making noise it doesn't actually mean or always mean that they're asking you for support and going into them at night time is never ever the wrong thing to do ever ever responding to your baby can never be the wrong thing however going into them when they're not asking for when they're not asking for support there's too many s's there can disturb them and prevent them from stitching their sleep cycles together um and most importantly you might be doing something because they're not actually awake thank you so much for listening to me your host kerry secker on the carrot out sleep show i really hope you found the podcast reassuring informative and a little bit fun if you did please don't forget to subscribe to the show below and i'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback i always love hearing from you and one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my bedtime basics e-course every single month my next podcast episode will be out in two weeks time but if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle you can find me over on instagram at carrot out sleep consultant i update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.